0: And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence
2: starts. Five, four, three, two, one,
0: zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift
3: off.
1: Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard.
3: Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that
1: sweet mothership?
0: This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's d like
1: Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast. The PGP, the show about the show, the show within the show. Now, this is the show about the radio show, so you can listen to this on the radio show's podcast feed. Just search the DA show. All the radio shows are there, as well as the PGP. Or you can just get this podcast on its own podcast feed. Search permission granted. PGP number 400 is coming up here shortly, so we'll talk about that coming up here. Plus, the Bob's Bar Second annual event is also coming up, but I'm not going to sit here and torture Moraz anymore today. He was unhappy with the grading system of Canadian bacon, and thus, when I see him staring at Taco Bell cinnamon bites in front of him, I'm not going to say, hold off, don't eat that for a (laughs) half hour, 45 minutes. As we were walking into this studio just moments ago, a producer on the local side of things named Gallo had said, hey, Moraz." The Cinnabites are pretty good. <laughs> and I'm like, is that code for something? And then Mraz peered over to our countertop over there, and there appeared to be a series of bagged cinnamon bites from Taco Bell they had dropped off as a promotional items. Yes. So I said, why don't we grab a couple of those, and we'll taste test them on the air. So... Let's look at these. They're kind of like a little fried dough ball, almost like a Dunkin' Donut hole.
2: Yes, that's a perfect way. It's like a, yeah, like a little munchkin a donut
1: hole. And What's the idea here? This is their French fries. Taco Bell's always been trying to find French fry equivalents.
2: I don't think these are their French fries. I think they're trying to offer another dessert. Because okay. remember, they had the cinnamon twists that were uh, churros, but cut up and twisty. I guess they're going with some kind of hot stuffed donut as a dessert now.
1: Okay, let's try them. I mm. mm, have cream in them.
2: Oh, it's not bad. That's not bad.
1: It's a donut hole with cream in it.
2: And I've made the joke, but I'm serious. I usually don't like stuff that, you know, squirts in my mouth. But that's pretty good because it's a it's a light and fluffy, delicate cream. It's right. not overly watery. Right. Look no, too. And the perfect amount of sugar, a little brown sugar glazed over the top. It is good. That's just and by the way we're eating them pretty cold. They're probably made like four hours ago and delivered to him.
1: Yep. That's a win for Taco Bell.
2: Piping hot out of the drive-thru is probably very good.
1: Yep, that's a win. So, what's their equivalent of French fries now?
2: I think they... ah, This is probably a bad job. I mean, I think they called them taco fries. I thought they... Yeah.
1: There's some potato thing that they're doing.
2: Oh, right. And they had the loaded tots... But they weren't really tots. They were more the home fry It's
1: one of the great mysteries ever that Taco Bell has been trying for 20 years to figure out the equivalent of a fry and can't do it. But you don't need it.
2: Like, to me, leave the fries everywhere else. Get the side of chips and, and cheese or chips and salsa. That's what you're looking for when you get in the burritos and tacos. I don't need to mix French fries with my tacos. They're from different continents.
3: <laughs>
2: right.
1: Okay, so let's talk about the big news here on the day. And the, the biggest of the news is the Bob's Bar Remote. We have announced today the official date, which is Friday, June the 3rd. Last year's Bob's Bar Remote was a symphony of chaos. It was on location at Moraz's dad, Bob the Deli Man, at his house where Moraz grew up, the backyard bar that's become mythical here on the DA show. We got there, we set up the radio equipment, we did our show, we had all these kind of pseudo-celebrities come through, Bayou Bear was there. Pseudo-celebrities. Foxy played the bagpipes, also a guy from your neighborhood. Your gym teacher, uh, Coach Langella came through, he told us stories about you in gym class. Your mom was on the air, deep dive into the fart story from the wedding from many, many moons ago. It had all the trimmings, plus you're dressed as Ben Franklin, we're gonna dump hot chowder on you, we're gonna throw dodgeballs at you. It was really as chaotic as humanly possible, and it was great. So we said we got we gotta do this again. Connor's gonna pay off his bet where we're gonna make him into a frozen pizza into a baby a baby pool. So the first thing here is that we had to make an adjustment on the fly from frozen pizza to just making him a pizza because The way it was going to work with getting a cooler or a walk in freezer just wasn't working.
2: Yes, although I thought we were going to involve ice in this in some way. Weren't we going to? We
1: could do that. I'm just saying we had to move away from going to a beer cooler or uh, a walk in freezer.
2: As it would turn out, any lead we may have had on a walk in cooler, A, would be a walk in cooler, not a walk in freezer, and B, the cleanup that would ensue for a company to allow us to use said walk in freezer to have sauce and cheese everywhere in a cold, it just was not going to work out. No.
1: So we then pivoted thinking, well, we paid off the bet of the Patriots bet last year with a Ben Franklin outfit and uh, thrown dodgeballs. The whole bit there was that you would, you were convinced the Patriots are going to have a bottom three record of the NFL. They did not. So thus, you had to don a Patriots outfit as a true American Patriot and then have dodgeballs thrown at you in New England clam chowder dumped on your head. This year, we're going to put Connor Green in some type of baby pool, dump dough on his head and sauce on his head and cheese on his head, maybe... Slice pepperonis in him as well and, and mock him the entire day as we're doing the show. And we're going to unveil some celebrity guests and some surprises along the way leading up to the the June 3rd date. But we announced today the date officially and that listeners are invited. I kind of tossed this at you and you were like, yes. Had, have you cleared it from Bob?
2: No, but I, I mean, he's not going to care. It's just one of those things. Dad, this is what we're doing. This is my career. This is what's going on. Now, I think it's also with the understanding that, and this is obviously anybody who wants to come is more than welcome. I understand that a 1,000 listeners are not flying in on two weeks' notice to come in. You know, if it got to the point where basically, you know, moms run out to Costco for four more packs of toilet paper, certainly <laughs> that could be an issue where we become the Oakland Coliseum. But I understand that yeah, you open it up and you probably get, as you said, a smattering of the aliens. And I think that's great. I think that's yeah.
1: Great. Now, there was some buzz immediately on Twitter, like, wait, did they just invite us? Is this open to the l- listeners? And the, the answer is definitively yes. If you can make it to West Babylon, New York, I don't know how we would get them the exact address without me. putting it out over the air.
2: You're going to DM me. Okay. And, uh, or email me either way. Hit, or if, if you can't reach my DMs, tweet at me and then I'll let you get in my DMs and you will or get it. Or just
1: call the radio show and you can tell them oh, off air.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I will tell you, you are not getting said address revealed until forty eight hours before. <laughs> if I start giving that out like like candy two weeks before, could be a lot going on. You Zillow-ing don't want it on
1: Reddit. Yes,
2: <laughs> a lot of lot of lot of problems. We need to earn a little trust. But yes, absolutely. Come on down.
1: Okay, you can call two one two eight five five. I don't two one no no sorry eight five five two one two four CBS. Yeah, Oof. that was no, rough. no is that right? Yes two one two. No. 855.
2: 877. Wow. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. That's the number.
1: 212, we sure. Because that's the area code of New York City. No.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's usually a big sign in yeah, front of us I in know. the studio. Wow,
1: could you imagine over nine years how many times I've said that and I can't think of it. No, I
2: think it. it is two on two. I think that's just a coincidence. Okay, maybe I'm overthinking it. Yeah.
1: So you can come and you can watch, and I would encourage. There, I think there's two rules of Fight Club here. Number one, don't assume you'll get a seat because there's limited bar seating and there's some lawn furniture. Yeah, the patio back furniture bar will be open. Right, and then there's like some, you know, some couches on the patio, etc. But who knows how many people are going to be there? So bring your own lawn furniture. Bring your own folding chair something like that. Yeah,
2: there's an entire grassy knoll, if yeah. you will, behind our set.
1: Sit in the grass, in the, grass, into the lawn. Um, plenty of good seating available. Plenty of good space for your seating. So just bring a lawn chair and bring something to contribute. Food, drink, snacks, chips, something.
2: Yeah, like, it's called a potluck show, yeah. if you will. And by the way, you don't always have to sit. I mean, there's plenty of standing room like you would at any bar. Remember, this is a fully
1: functional... Yeah. Bar. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. But, you know, if you're going to be there for four hours, you might not want to stand at the bar. Right, right. So, you know, you don't have to bring anything fancy, but, like, if you love a certain beer, you should bring that beer, just right. like it's a party. If you love baked Lay's, you bring a bag of baked Lay's. And, by the way, as long as you can get home responsibly, drinking is
2: encouraged during the show as well, despite oh, yeah. how early it is. The Bayou Bear proved that last year.
1: Yeah, and and who knows when the doors close. I mean, this could... Great point. Last year... We started at six AM. I famously got there at six oh one, I believe. And that was the that was when I came from my cousin's house <clears throat> and he lives in a new development and the GPS didn't know that the roads hadn't been built yet. So I'm winding out of the neighborhood and I went to where they said to get on the highway, and that road that they said on the GPS was not built. Incredible. So I'm like, wait a second, so I had to turn all the way back around, et cetera. So anyway. And it went I didn't leave your place, I think, until six o'clock at night. I think I was there the entire yeah. day. Maybe I, even
2: a little later. I think as the sun was setting, she waited for traffic to clear. And yeah,
1: whatnot. yeah, yeah. Ice cream truck came, so it was late. And so there was
2: day baseball on at the bar, the whole thing.
1: Beautiful day. So hopefully we get the same weather again. But Bob's bar is now officially open for the aliens to come by and I already saw Mac and Bear, who's a loyalty alien, tweeting, I'm taking the day off. I'm asking for it today. I'm coming up from Delaware.
2: And I believe Tommy Top's been down from Connecticut. He's already wrote in the Twitch chat as well. He's bringing donuts, and he's coming on down. Wow. So the smattering has begun. <laughs> the smattering has absolutely begun. And I, I don't think it's hyperbole to say that this show has a chance to be much bigger and even better than last year's chaos.
1: Yeah. Because we didn't know what last year was going to be about, and now we have a template.
2: Yes. Yes. And... Typical, we try to outdo ourselves until we reach a peak, and then we figure out where what's next. Right.
1: So that's the first thing. We're going to keep unveiling the the sneak previews, the celebrity guests, et cetera, moving forward to June the 3rd, that Friday. Now, the next part of this is that PGP 400 is coming up. We're going to tweet out the submission form so people can sub- submit their favorite moments in PGP history. It's going to be a lot for you to kind of rake through the history of the PGP, it might be interesting for PGP four hundred in two weeks. Well, now it's next week's PGP. Mm-hmm. This is three ninety nine, to go back to the very first PGP. What did that sound like? What was the open?
2: I don't know what the open sounded like. It's a great point. Yes, and maybe that is part of what we bring back and reconjure.
1: And, and it's start like when ESPN does its anniversaries, and you always see George Grandy on that set, that yeah. old seventy set. Welcome to ESPN, and this is Sports Center.
2: It really is, and we've had so many evolutions of the PGP from interviews to not interviews to interviewing listeners to not to, you know, recapping just craziness that's on the show and then somehow the PGP gets crazier than the initial thing we began talking about.
1: Remember the PGP during pandemic also served as a third and fourth segment of Mothership at the movies. Absolutely.
2: If there was a monkey playing third base, is you know, again, it it, more time needed than was just on the show.
1: So, next week is a historic PGP, and I think we should, of course, upload it normally so you can get it on the podcast platform, but I think this is a YouTube edition. Also, I think you should be able to get it on YouTube.
2: And something tells me, thanks to Andrew Kaplan, we'll get it on YouTube a lot easier than we used (laughs) to get it on YouTube, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's right.
1: So, PGP 400, some of the great moments in PGP history. We played some of them last week on the show to promote, but... Some of them were you dropping the oopsie in the middle of an episode. You had to run to the bathroom, and you had pooped your pants. Um, We also had Jen Royal, former baseball uh, sideline reporter, who admitted there was a moment where her home team, the Red Sox, won the World Series, and she said, I don't even care about this. I don't even want to be in the stadium right now. It's time for me to get out of sports. And then she went to open up a very successful restaurant in Boston. Um. We had, speaking of bathrooms, uh, bathroom gate, if you will, when (laughs) Bogish was late to an update. Yeah, we were looking
2: for him. It was like seven minutes had gone by off of an interview. Uh, and he he just claimed that you he had lost track of time. Yeah, he blamed you at first for not usually going to him at a certain point. It, it, things just got out of hand, and the minutes didn't add up to what he was saying.
1: And you are convinced that he went number two and just doesn't want to admit it, and it ran long. Yeah, Andrew Poopish.
2: And we, <laughs> we don't know what happened.
1: There's also Sandwich Gate, where I bought breakfast for everybody. And I asked Pete, Do you want breakfast? And did you decline? I did. You declined that day because you had breakfast already? That was
2: the, the crunch. I had eaten breakfast already uh, and I was actually at a time having some sort of willpower. <laughs> now I eat a second <laughs> breakfast. That's why when Pete stepped up, but he had already had breakfast and then put away lunch, I was personally offended.
1: So Mraz and Pete the body had eaten breakfast already. I offered to buy breakfast. Mraz declined because he would already eaten. Pete said yes. And I buy it and then Pete took it home with him for lunch, and that became the biggest thing. Is that a social faux pas? I bought you breakfast, but you used it as lunch later on the day.
2: Right. I could have done it. I didn't do that (laughs) because the deal was breakfast, not lunch. Oh, it still bothers me. Absolutely bothers me how much of a pass he gets for something like that.
1: So these are all some of the great moments in PGP history, which we will remember and rewind next week on the show on the PGP, and we'll have kind of a roundtable memory of uh remembrance of all these crazy moments then that brings us to canadian bacon where today you were hot because you thought you would deliver the goods and pete the body had given you only three and a half winks. I know that one. I like, why, you, am sing, not why you sing Nick the echo? That was a bad choice Aaron too. Carter
2: or Justin Timberlake. I I understand what I am. What I am is a Frito eating fat slob from Long Island. What I'm not is a pop sensation. <laughs> so <laughs> when you want me singing, you're gonna get Frito slob <laughs> from Long Island singing. Power and you
3: like it or you take it, don't grade me down because well, I didn't understand the song I mean so come
2: on they got
3: the power power yeah, I mean that's not the same song it's not even close the only it insult is, close. is you it insulting is close. Snap it is close it, any of them are still around they're pissed this morning I am not Snap not I even, have never been talented snap, enough to crackle, be in pop, Snap nothing I'm
2: Canadian bacon I'm the oink guy
3: <laughs> oh Pete's the oink guy. What, That's right.
1: What, how, Give me a damn full oink. How can you defend saying in the middle of a script of highlights, <laughs> being the guy that delivers the news of the hockey highlights, what night is tonight, what's tomorrow? I agree. That's why it wasn't a five That's oinker. That was not a five oinker because I screwed that up. You think I'm
2: not punishing myself because I screwed that up, but the writing was good other than that. I just misread it. I'm not asking for five freaking oinks here. Well, what I, I'm asking for is a little bit of respect on some of the actual writing I got right. Okay. Uh, all, right.
1: Well, all right, well, what do you score that yourself? He scored it a four.
2: I think that was a four oinker because I think the jokes were great. I think I packed a lot in there. And I think you guys overemphasize the negative and don't uplift the positive. I mean, geez, DA, you even admitted you missed the declared Anthony declared a one nothing lead. I missed that. You miss it. Why are we not focused on that? Instead, what power sounds like. Why am I doing this? If it's going to come down to one stupid song or one stupid joke, why even do the little details? Why am I typing a script like this? Power, why am I doing power. this in the morning? <laughs> Why? I might as well just pick a song and go, you know what? Either going to like the song or they're not, and that's how many friggin' likes I'm going to get. Power. You, you power. totally missed the other good stuff. It's you're a class half-empty jerk. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Sitting there all day. Mother-in-law's over. Won't talk to her. Won't talk to my wife because I need my voice for Canadian Big. I got to sing, honey. I got to sing, honey. Then I sing. That ah, sounds nothing like it. Yeah, no crap. I'm not in sync.
1: They've got the power. power. Freaking losers. <laughs> what did you expect the grade was going to be?
2: What did I expect or what do I think? Because yes. those are two different yep. things. What
1: did you expect?
2: Uh, I expected three oinks. Oh,
1: well, so this was higher than you thought. It was. You got you got three and a half.
2: And I think that's what enraged me more. Because I, I'm obviously going to expect that I'm going to just have stuff knocked off because I'm me and that's what Pete does. Uh when I got three and a half and I thought at least it was a four oinker. Now I thought the script was a five oink script, but I know that it's so impossible to get a five oink, and I know and I was frustrated with myself at the the slip-ups I had, so I obviously knew there was deductions. But I just I found myself enraged and offended. A, that you guys would say it didn't sound anything like power when I'm actually giving you the beat. I'm beatboxing. like people hear that I immediately know, but I found the three clowns that don't know uh, it just, it was bothersome. It was absolutely bothersome. Uh, it just, I, I just, I don't even know what's what. You know, I, I come in here with a clean script, and I'm told I'm not sing-songy enough on Monday, and that's why I can't get up the four oinks. Then I come in a more sing-songy today with still a tight script, and I can't get four oinks. It just, it becomes very overwhelming.
1: Let's take me and Bogush out of it. <clears throat> How much of your grade do you believe resides in Pete's He's not bitter towards you, but his distaste for you. Oh, very much so. Well but how much of the grade? Like fifty percent.
2: I think Pete has fifty percent integrity in what he thinks, and I think I think there's a huge part that even if we're going on quarter and a half oinks now, let's even give it beneficially one quarter oink. I'm always going to have a quarter oink scratched off my score. It's like an, an NL pitcher for years not having to throw to a DH and have three outs with the pitcher. Uh-huh. It's always going to be a quarter oink scratched off what it really should be because of Pete's angst and oinks. But I'm going to tell you right now that PGB, you have a plan. <laughs> I, I have a plan, <laughs> uh, and life's about to get more difficult for Pete to body Pilate. He wants to be a hard grader, and I've heard the critics and I've heard what you guys have criticized. Pete is now going to have to do more work for Canadian Bacon. Oh. He wants to be a hard grader. Then, unfortunately, get good grades. He's going to have to do harder work to help me because he's at the control of hitting the highlights and hitting other buttons. So I know what I'm going to do. And if Pete doesn't like it, well, then he can tell me he's not going to do that. Then he has to trade me half winks in
1: return. <laughs> a barter system.
2: It, I hope it isn't barter because I think it will enhance the segment. So I'm not going to reveal, but just know that Pete is going to punish himself now because more
1: work's coming his way. So like today when you did They've got the power, power. That you would have him play the power, power theme song as you Bingo. sing over it.
2: Bingo! He can grab the audio and uh, and play it. Or even if I'm not singing it, I insert it in there, uh, and it becomes a really, you know, f- more fun segment. If I'm not going to be Diana Ross, <laughs> you're going to get <laughs> Diana Ross, and that's the way it's going to be to enhance the scores. So Pete wanted to be all fun and games. Now we're going to have fun and games. We're going to take it up in level. And if that doesn't get, start getting squeals, uh, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So you think about half of his greatest integrity, half of it is just a personal he takes offense to you.
2: I mean, I heard, again, I'm not going to, don't want to revisit last Monday's horror show. I should have stayed away from the show on my first day <laughs> off. I heard what Pete reacted to that joke of a Canadian bacon, pat oil game. And I, I was actually, that's why I called up, so offended, so beyond offended. And I just, like, that was proof right there. That was all you needed to see that there's, there's a bias against But me.
1: you know Pat, and you know he's good. You've said Pat's good.
2: Exactly. That Canadian bacon was not good. Now, I can't speak for the rest of the week. You guys want to tell me he gave him four oinks and he was great? I didn't hear it. Don't want to hear
1: it. But, you know, it just
2: is what it is. That first one was all over Monday, place. I believe,
1: was four oinks. So if Monday was the four oink, that's what bothered me. It, that wasn't the highest oink, though. I forget what he got. His highest oink was... Tuesday. He got four and a half. That was his crescendo. We were like, that's the best bacon I think we've ever heard. He got four and a half oinks.
2: I never heard it. I never will hear it.
1: He came back Thursday, got only three oinks, graded back down. He didn't live up to what the expectations were on a Tuesday. On Friday, he had built himself back up. It might have been 3.75 oinks, four oinks, something like that. That's a lot of oinks. (laughs) But it wasn't like he was just given oinks. You know, he was graded down and graded harshly at times.
2: And that, again, maybe I'm speaking at a turd for not listening the rest of the week. I heard enough Monday to know the week was going to be a joke and it was not going to be graded properly. That's all. He, I, I emailed Pat. He didn't answer me back, so he didn't want to learn the structure of it. Then he goes, oh, this is great. Look, he's, he's giving every game. Hear me, I'm following your lead. A lot of like that stuff, that attention to detail stuff bothered me, and I'm just putting that in my brain. <laughs> Pete knows how Canadian bacon works. His grading system is off. It's faltered. And that's it. And that's the bottom line. I sat there. I knew my voice sucked earlier in the week, and that hurt me on an oink. I tried to rest my voice, get it back, bring back the sing song. He still wasn't good enough. And then, you know, you guys are all over the place. You're taking me down oinks because I stumbled, and I can live with that. Pete's taking me down oinks not because of that, just because he didn't know the song. or oh, It's just too much. And then you guys are missing great details, too, and not even understanding great references that others are getting. It's a – like, you guys, it's – I don't think you guys are the right three judges for the job, frankly.
1: Well, you said – you don't mind hard coaching, you just don't want bad coaches. Yes. And we're the three bad it's coaches. It's the coach's fault, as that kid said. <laughs> and you want the Giants a clean house here. Yeah. You want three new judges.
2: It, you know how tough it is to show up to work every day and put in the effort and know you're still going 3-13? and 13? <laughs> Like, that's what it feels like with Canadian bacon. It's like I'm, I'm sitting there as a franchise left tackle. I know the quarterback's going to throw a pick. I, uh, that's what it feels like.
1: But you got three and a half oinks today. I mean, it wasn't like it was so harshly graded. The
2: only thing wrong was my stumbles. You want to tell me that a oink and a half comes off for stumbling and forgetting what day it was?
1: Well, let's let's figure that the 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 five oinker is mythical and may never happen. Uh, see, I don't so like let's that. Start then, then <laughs> let's
2: just say it's, it's one to
1: four and a half oinks. I don't like that. <laughs> let's start at four and a half. You got a full oink, take it off for stumbling, and... I don't think that's right. Most people didn't understand the Snap reference, the song.
2: And you know what else really bothers me about the Snap reference? I was only going to do Kairu, are you? I have the message. Upside Down Mike was the one that messaged me, because you have to do Snap Power. Really? And you know what? Matter of fact, here we go. I'll
1: give really? you a live reading. <laughs> really? Upside well, Down Mike tanked. He submarined you. you? And I'll tell you the time. Torpedoed the segment?
2: This was 5.58 a.m. Um, I'm sorry, 557. If you want to step up Canadian bacon a little today, you can add in I've got the power soundbite from the song Power by Snap. Tampa Bay had three power play goals last night. I said, I did already write my script, but damn, I like that. That's good. And then he gives me some example, whatever. So I didn't even have that in the original what script. What was his example? S- something like, quote, Corey Luke Perry told the Panthers, I've got the power as the lightning strikes three times with three power play goals to take a one nothing series lead. Okay, that's not bad. Not bad, but I didn't want to go to the Luke Perry reference. Well, that's... the Luke
1: Perry doesn't really work there because exactly. you're doing a snap reference, not a 90210 reference. And I forgot reference.
2: who Luke Perry was, too, and that did help. But the bottom line is this. He had the I've Got the Power, and that's where I, that's right, i got to sing I've Got the Power. It's a great song. It's a great reference. The power play was hot, and it didn't hit. It did hit, but it didn't hit with you guys. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's That one's going to sit not right with me all day. There's
1: some listeners that love your oinks. they They love what you do.
2: Yeah, they want more oinks.
1: So can't you just get satisfaction out of the listeners that love your I am. I'm going to have to learn to
2: separate church and state here and understand (laughs) that those are the real oink graders and not the the big guy next to me. That's the problem. can't believe this is where my life's at here on May 2022, but I'm worried about oinks. (laughs) I tucked my kids into bed last last night, and I think to myself, the playoffs have started. (laughs) I say out loud, how many oinks can I conjure up here? That sentence should never be said to somebody in their home at night. How many oinks am I going to conjure up? So I'm watching the Lightning and Panthers.
1: Well, in some ways, this is all Bogus' fault. Because we were not scoring Canadian bacon. We were just analyzing it. And so I had given my analysis, Bogus had given his, and then Pete gives his. You wouldn't know if it was three and a half, three seven five, four four two five, or the mythical five-winkers.
2: Right, when I've gotten five oinks for overtime ending, man, who knows?
1: Who knows? Right, that might have been the mythical five oinker. We'll never know. So, oinks. Bogues had the idea. Let's Pete should play as many oinks as it gets, and we decided one through five. Then last week, this is where you did make an imprint. You said we should have a one through ten. Yes. And and then I said, well. Counting that many oinks in your head on the air, seven, eight, nine oinks, is very hard. Maybe we can just do half oinks.
2: Yeah, half oinks. Are you guys guessing if it's a half or a quarter doesn't make it any harder. <laughs> no.
1: So you get three full oinks, and then you're wondering, is there a four full oink? And now is could there be a decimal? And then there's a half oink, and then Pete said we need a quarter oink, and so now it's like a the quickest oink of all time. You know, I think that works, knowing that now you get there, not just three or four. There's too big of a discrepancy. Now there's a three and a half. Not just three and a half for four. Now there's a three, seven, five. That helps you out.
2: Apparently. According to you guys, it helps me out. And maybe it does. But I think maybe if I would have gotten three oinks today, knowing there were no halves and quarters, I would have thought to myself, I know that's really a four. But I think the decimals become more <laughs> frustrating. Because you're like, why is it not that? But, again, we're one night into round two. So this is either going to go really extremely frustrating the rest of the way into June, or it's going to be great. I don't know. I don't know. And I guess I'll have one day covered, because we're going to do... Connor Green's going to do Canadian bacon at the Bob's Bar Show.
1: Well, you decline that today, and that's okay. He can come into the no, studio no, no, and do no, it. No,
2: no, no, I wasn't aware of the way we were doing it. I thought Bogus' ridicule was just him doing it with the sauce. If you guys are going to ridicule... Yeah, we have wh- to mock him. Yeah, then I think that's the way to do it. So... That'll make me feel good that day, so we'll see. (laughs) Hopefully, maybe I build up some four-and-a-half oinkers leading in, get some momentum that week, and away we go.
1: The fact that we're grading a highlight package based on oinks is pretty remarkable.
2: Yep, and as somebody pointed out that was the first segment somebody got on the show. (laughs) What is going on? I don't know if they need more or less (laughs) after hearing that.
1: I wonder what the bosses think.
2: Well, I mean, some of them give us wrong stun to a news story. So (laughs) I hope they just like anything we put out that's factual. You're
1: going to have Bogues come up here?
2: Uh, Yeah, we're going to have Bogues come up here. And uh, I want to get further into Oinkgate with him as well. And I really want to discuss with Bogues what the right job is for Pete the Body if he shows up to the Bob's Bar Show as well.
1: Well, That's a decent question. We jokingly suggested ticket-taking, scanning tickets, perhaps parking cars, greeter. But because he will not be running anything technically, there isn't a role for him.
2: And he's made sure to get several people covering his way back here. So what does Pete, the body, bring to the table at the Bob's Bar Show? He's got to do something.
1: Could control audio, I guess, on the Comrex box. DA. That ain't much.
2: DA. We did that without an engineer last year, and I'll tell you how it went. Me turning my thumb twice. (laughs) If that's the work he's got to do.
1: Maybe he's the roving sideline reporter.
2: Again, we only have two mics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it he helps Cap with filming. Maybe that's what we do. Okay. You know, Cap is coming out. He's already told me. He's want, he's wants my mom to text uh, internet speeds for him. <laughs> he's bringing mobile cameras
1: out. He's good. No. Yeah. He's yeah. doing the show from Bob's? I already, yeah. I he's editing stuff. and broadcasting the show?
2: I could be wrong, but I believe he has a backup to him helping run controls and he's shooting everything. At the show. Oh my God. Because he's running it through his own laptop, but whatever it is, he said flat out he wants me to bring some equipment out the night before so he has less to bring that morning. Oh, this is going to be great. This thing's going to be shot differently. It's like when the XFL had that,
1: <laughs> that camera that went over the field that everybody uses now. Drone camera. Yeah, drone or the spider camera. cam. Yeah,
2: whatever that is. So a lot's happening with sports
1: Bar show. Wow. June the 3rd. It's on the schedule. Be there. Here's Side B.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com.
2: How to do to do it is Marazzi r- <laughs> here on side B of the PGP with our friend Andrew the Bogeyman. Bogish, bogish, hello. How are you?
3: Hey Sean, I'm doing really well. How are you?
2: Good, good, good. You missed me last week, no PGP without me.
3: Were you not here last week?
2: That uh, was when I was off. I was at the Wolf.
3: Right. No, I mean we did a PGP without you, even though you weren't, you know, as hard as it was. So, um, I barely even noticed. Yeah, well, here I am. Yeah. I'm back
2: again. Now, a couple important things that need to be tackled here on side B. Number one, I can't take it anymore with the Canadian bake and the frustration and giving Pete the power uh da. Dent, Dent, I feel like you sit as a quiet troll when I do Canadian bacon, hoping to knock me down a peg. I feel like you have no intentions to give me a positive grade. Although I will thank you for at least pointing out and understanding a couple of lines of Nikita Kucherov. Mm-hmm. And, of course, declared it a one nothing lead as I gave you on Tuesday. But overall, dude, you guys got to lighten up.
3: So I... I can understand your frustration, uh, but I'm going to defend myself here. I, on this very podcast, I have confirmed that there's no way that Pete's not at least partially uh, subjective here, that his personal feelings towards you may impact his oinks a little bit. Thank you. I can't speak for DA, but I know from me, the only thing that has affected me, especially on Tuesday's show, Wednesday's show, that you were so angry about— was I thought you didn't deliver on like 36 hours of promises from the end of Monday's performance through Tuesday, and then Wednesday morning before going on the air, walking to me in the newsroom, telling me it's gonna this is gonna be killer. You want to see the script now, and then you didn't you didn't kill. So I had to oh. you factor that into my into my my vote my oinks.
2: So you're saying that my oinks are affected by hype.
3: Well, your own self hype. Yeah, if you're going to talk up the game that you do, you've got to you've got to be flawless. So and you, you say, were not flawless on Wednesday. So,
2: now again, I admit I was not flawless because I stumbled. That was part of the stuff I wrote up at DA. But I'm curious on this. So, if what I read, let's just put it this way: if I either undersold or said nothing, and I came out of the gates and I gave you the same exact performance with the same exact lines on Wednesday's Canadian bacon, you would have graded me higher. Um,
3: I would have appreciated. That you delivered, and yeah, I would have think I think that would have gotten you to a full four. Again, you wanted a four, and I gave you a three point seven five. So that's not an so ocean. You are
2: shaving points. You are shaving. No, points I am not. Based sh- on hype.
3: I am not shaving points. Shaving points, you know, infers something behind the scenes and devious. But when you are gonna talk yourself up, uh, and then you you didn't no show it, but when you fumble your way through the script. And it didn't kill. Now, how I've, how is that not held now, against you?
2: And this is a big thing because I, you guys all had different reasons for knocking me down a peg. I did not. I trip myself up a couple times.
3: Yeah. definitely.
2: And that, and I, for that, that's why I wouldn't even tell you I deserve five squeals, five squeals, of seven years ago. If if I don't trip up at all, it's a clean script reading energy. I give you the same power song delivery. What's my grade?
3: So if every no hype
2: now, I haven't hyped anything at all. Right. We're taking that first part, and now I also don't stumble at all, and I read it cleanly.
3: Right. And, I'm tr- and I understood the song.
2: Well, let's just say you still don't understand the song, because you should have. Listening back, you should have.
3: Then, you, then you're certainly at a four, at, at least. Okay. And if the song really hits, because I would be sitting here telling you that you took our advice and nailed it. Because our advice on Monday was... You needed a little more pizzazz that you focused on the technical side of it and we wanted more artiste. And then you came back on Wednesday and tried to be more artistic, tried to go back to your your normal delivery, had the song back in because you protected your voice. But then the technical side slipped. But if you had put both together, I would have definitely been impressed. And maybe instead of pulling you down from missing on the hype, I might have given you a bump of a quarter oink because you okay. took to heart what we gave you.
2: Uh, I'm glad we have all this recorded and all this yeah. is on tape because we're gonna. I'm gonna save this certainly uh, because there's a lot of Canadian bacon left. I know say. a lot of hockey left. Yeah, a lot of three Ca- rounds basically. Yeah, a lot of Canadian bacon left. So there you have it, folks. You heard right there what Bogus is looking for. So when I give you that, and I'm still at 3.75 squeals, and they move the goalposts, I want everybody to go back to PGP 399 when we celebrate the 500th PGP on moments and understand what Bogus is full of garbage.
3: It's it's hard. I, I feel like my performance in the brouhaha tells you that I don't think strategically, smartly, I'm not conniving... I'm doing this honestly. Which by I, way
2: not many of those beers are left.
3: I, good. I am I am not trying to sabotage you. I'm not lowballing you. I don't want Pat or well I want Connor to succeed, but I'm not I honestly grade you every single day. You might not like my motives for my grades. Maybe some things are going to hit and some things don't. Maybe I'm going to miss a joke like DA missed Anthony Declared on Wednesday. But I'm not sitting there with anything predetermined. I'm not – if you deserve a five, you're going to get a five from me.
2: Okay. Well, that was Bogus' way of making sure there was a second clip clipped in here. Now, well,
3: because you're you're assuming that we're doing this not on the up and up, and I don't accept that assumption.
2: Okay. Well, we don't For have, myself, at least. Well, clearly, we don't accept a lot of things.
3: Pete's the evil one, not me.
2: Now, on that note, great transition, Bogus. You read my mind. We have been through – really a life and career of Pete, the body, Belotti, <laughs> feeling as if he's been overlooked. Yeah. Is that fair to say just on the surface, um, dealing with certain wit- things we've had to deal with, with Pete, where sometimes you don't even agree with him, but you have to agree with him because it's going to upset him. If you don't, he has been not able to attend super bowls, not invited, uh, certain members of the company saying what he does is just not necessary to Super Bowl they've seen other yeah. people that have worked underneath him go to other places and work at Super Bowls and it frustrates him final four is the same deal uh remote shows Boise Idaho unfortunately he's the only one out of us who hasn't been right uh and we we laugh and it probably does suck from his point of view but it, we've also had these discussions where his job and what he does on the job just it's needed to be here and right. be in studio okay like it hate it love it that's just the truth here's the thing Pete the body bilotti has gone above and beyond making sure he's at this Bob's Bar show coming up. He has somehow gotten more than one person to cover his job. Of course. Which is just, he's, he's telling me this one's in the, And I'm saying, why do we need this many people? It's not like, it's not like radio roads where we're cutting, you know, things, whatever. Yeah. So Pete's done. Pete has already informed the bosses before we did when the show was. Pete has, you know, done a lot with the scheduling behind the scenes. Pete got ahead of this more than I've ever seen anybody ever get ahead of anything. So much so when I told him the date wasn't definite when it wasn't yet, he was frustrated that he was already thrown off. Yeah. Pete is making sure he's at this Bob's Bar show. He doesn't want to miss it, which is great. We want the whole crew there. Kaplan's coming out. You're coming out. We want the whole crew. We want a good time. It should be a good time. But the real crux of it is Pete is not using a day off. You're working doing updates. Yeah. I'm working.
3: DA's working. What exactly is Pete doing there? Well, I mean, so there's two separate conversations here. The first one is what we've had more than once on this show in that I understand Pete's frustrations, but I don't think Pete always understands why he can't go to these things. Right. That being said, specifically for this show, Pete should be there, even if by the nature of all of our jobs and whatever, he doesn't technically do anything on that day. No big deal. Well,
2: I agree. Pete should be there. The point being... We're finding a job for Pete, this thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, and parking cars is a fantastic idea. Pete is not idea.
2: sitting there next to the Bayou Bear with a white claw in front of him, smiling and laughing and enjoying the show.
3: Right, handing DA a sleep number read once every two hours. He's doing something. Now, yeah. you
2: brought up parking cars. He was so angry at that suggestion that he'd park cars. Yeah. Which I think is a great thing. I think Pete should either now be cooking.
3: He needs to bartend. Cooking's too important. He, can, he can't mess up handing me... My white claw.
2: So Pete should be standing behind the bar. Yeah. Handing out reads to DA. And whenever anybody needs a drink, Pete's the one on top of it.
3: Yeah. And I think, you know, Pete's got two and a half weeks. I want a trick. I want to see him shaking something. I want to see him flip a, I want to see some oh. kind of bar skill. One thing, not a lot, but I want to see Pete either pour shots, you know, down the bar across multiple cups. Okay. Give me a little shimmies he, is he making some of like a Wait. mixed drink. I need something like that from Pete.
2: Should Pete, think you might be onto something. If we give Pete the job as as Bob's bar show bartender, and not by the way, for everybody there, right? The audience, hey Pete, can I get one of the you know, and people bring their own drinks right. and stuff. Does Pete need to come up with a specialty cocktail? Yes. Yes. You know, Pete, the body or something. Give us a Pete cocktail.
3: Yeah. Some I mean sp- Bellini is the first thing that comes to my mind, which is a good morning drink, a Pete too. The little little peach juice, some champagne, maybe add something different to it to make it his. But Ooh. that's that's a quick thought right there. Okay.
2: So let us know at Andrew Bogish at Miraz
3: CBS. What's the
2: job for Pete? Is it parking cars or is it bartending? Because we got to find something for him. Yeah.
3: We should probably stay away from him parking cars just for like insurance reasons. Him making a drink is not that big of a deal. Yeah.
2: And I would say the other thing is he's probably also going to be responsible for making Connor the pizza. Right. He's going to be getting dirty. Yeah. So, well, we'll find You know right. what? Now that we said, we'll find something.
3: And now Pete's backed out. He'll be here in studio <laughs> yes. that morning.
2: All right. And that'll do it for the PGP at Andrew Bogish at Mraz CBS. Hey, next week, PGP 400. Get those last minute votes in. Take care, everyone.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.